Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to discuss an article from the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Garlic for Hornfly Control. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Dave Boxler, who's a Nebraska Extension Educator and also Entomologist based at the West Central Research and Extension Center. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Aaron. Well, Dave, the focus of our article today is on the topic of utilizing garlic for hornfly control. And this is a question I've had producers ask me, and we've had conversations about how might you utilize this? There's some information out there that says, yes, garlic can be used. It does reduce populations of flies. Recently, you did some work looking at that. Talk about that research work and what you found out. I'll begin at the describing how uh, the theory behind garlic and, you know, garlic powder, which is really uh, probably the, the form that's most used uh, by producers. It's usually a 2% concentration mixed in either salt or mineral, and it's available through uh, a number of different uh, retailers and wholesalers. And garlic contains a mixture of volatiles sulfur-based compounds. And as the animal consumes the garlic powder through either salt or mineral, these sulfur compounds get metabolized. And it's these volatile metabolites of garlic that are transported in the blood and then emitted from the skin to discourage the flies. It's, it's going to be used as a repellent. And there's been uh, a lot of work done looking at garlic on other insects as far as as a uh, repellent, and it does also have some antiviral properties. I've done two studies over the last five years with garlic. The way I evaluate any type of fly control product is I compare it to our economic injury level, which is 200 horn flies per animal. And we usually take uh, weekly observations on our treatment cattle along with an untreated control group. And we use a digital imagery to capture those uh, fly numbers. So as we progress through our studies, uh, we, we count the flies. And as we see fly numbers increase, we certainly document that. And once they've reached over the, the 200 uh, level, I consider that it's not effective. One study that I did a few years ago was on a group of heifers, a replacement heifers, and the cattle loved the garlic. I mean, consumption was fantastic. And I've heard that from other producers too who have utilized it. The only problem was that we were seeing horn fly numbers on this particular group that were exceeding the untreated control group. And the producer that I was uh, working with said, we've got to do something. So I had to come go in and do a, a rescue fly treatment. The last study that I did was just last year. And it was in uh, the central sand hills, and um, I really didn't see a significant uh, uh, reduction in horn fly numbers there also. Now, there hasn't been a lot of documented scientific studies that have been published. One comes to mind that was done in, in Canada a couple years ago. It was a two-year study, and they were feeding a 2% free-choice garlic-infused salt, and they did compare it uh, to an untreated group, which is good. And in their first year, they observed a 47% reduction in horn fly numbers 
between the garlic cattle and the untreated. In the second year of their study, they did not see any differences in horn fly numbers. So I think there, the, the question is still out there as to whether it works. I know that there's going to be a couple of studies done in Nebraska this year, and they're going to be using actually garlic oil. And I've been working with uh, this particular person who is overseeing the project, and it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with. I think there's been some thought about uh, that, you know, as you expose a, a garlic material, whether it's in mineral or salt, into the environment that uh, warm temperatures start to increase the volatilization of the garlic and you start, start to lose some of the effect. And uh, that's something that I guess we haven't really looked at, but it, it stands to reason because garlic would be considered like an essential oil and essential oils mainly work by volatilization. So once you start volatilizing those compounds, you might be losing the effect. But anyway, we're going to follow uh, the, the study this year and see uh, how things go. But uh, so far with the studies that I have completed, I have not seen a significant effect by garlic on horn fly numbers. Dave, in the study you mentioned that's going to be conducted this summer, you mentioned garlic oil. Is that going to be fed, applied topically? What's that? What's going to happen with that? They're actually going to be mixing it in mineral. And um, there'll be two studies, one done north of uh, Broken Bow, and I believe the other one's going to be in, in southern Nebraska. But um, I don't know what the mineral is going to be. They're going to do their own mixing. And um, it'll be interesting to see uh, their results. Uh, so I'm working with them right now on uh, the computer program that we use to, to count the flies. So they're going to be uh, making their observations throughout the summer, uh, much like what we do. So I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing how the, the garlic oil works. I have used garlic oil many, many years ago, Aaron, as a as a spray and uh, undiluted 40% concentration of garlic. And I mean, it was overpowering. The animals didn't really like it and it did not show any real effect on fly numbers whatsoever. So I guess time will tell. We may do another study here at, at North Platte. We'll see. I, I still have some garlic that I haven't used from last year. It does have a fairly long shelf life of two years. So. We'll just see what happens. I know that there are a lot of people that would like to, that actually like to use it and believe in it. And if, if they're satisfied with what they're getting, that's fine. But in my studies, I use that economic injury level as the critical key to evaluate the effectiveness of a treatment. Well, Dave, thanks for the work you've done on this. Again, I've had a number of producers ask me about this because I think there is a desire to try to find natural products, if possible, that could help us with some fly control or yep. reduce the impact of flies to cattle. And as we've had conversations in other podcasts, uh, increasingly insecticides are not effective. We're seeing resistance to those. And so I think garlic or some other compound, uh, if there's the potential for it to reduce the impact of flies to cattle, it sure piques the interest of producers. Well, it does. And, and I might add, Aaron, that we've been working with a, a natural or you could call it an organic product here for the last few years uh, comprised of two fatty acids as a animal spray. 
And we concluded two years of study last year with uh, this particular product. And there, uh, the company is taking the data to the EPA to, for registration. If the registration is um, uh, granted, it will be an organic uh, labeled product and it, it will kill flies. And so there are compounds out there, natural compounds, if used correctly, can and will kill flies. Thanks again for joining me today, Dave, and appreciate the work you're doing in this area. Well, thank you, Aaron. For more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, again, the article we discussed, Garlic for Hornfly Control, that can be found in the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter.